It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Touchdown, Los Angeles! You are Locked On Rams. Your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Rams Nation, what's happening? What's good? It's your boy Bear Motter of Rams Podcast, but this is Locked On Rams. Most of you Dodger fans out there are pretty excited right now. You guys just won Game 1 of the World Series. Just finished watching that. And now here I am recording Locked On Rams. This is the Wednesday edition of Locked On Rams. we got a bunch to talk about. Uh, it is just me today. We've had our main man, James Kroger, the last couple days. Uh, it's been a blast having him on. He'll be back, as always, uh, multiple times a week. He does Rams podcast with me. We're about to drop our episode in about a day or two here, so keep an eye out for that. You can always find that at Rams podcast. Uh, you can always find me at, at LA underscore Rambling Bear and Locked on Rams, both those on Twitter. Well, it's bye week, so we're just trying to dig around and find some fun things to talk about. Yesterday, me and James did a all-in or I'm going to fold episode. We went back and forth and came up with some ideas on things about the Rams, if we were all in on it or if we were like, you know what, I need to see some more. So if you didn't hear that yesterday, go back, check it out. It's the episode right before this. Uh, Again, it's a a five-day-a-week episode, so if you're missing any of them, backtrack, go check them out. And as always, make sure to go to iTunes, leave me a review, uh, tell me what you think, give me ideas of what you want to hear, and if you do leave a review, make sure to put your Twitter handle in there, and you are going to enter yourself to win a Pro Football Focus subscription, that's an Edge subscription, it's a $40 value, it's pretty awesome stuff, you guys hear me talk about it quite a bit here on the show, Uh, I use it, I get a lot of stats from there for the show, I use a lot of fantasy advice, even though my teams are, you know... I got a couple teams. I guess that's why I'm in a couple leagues because I'm hoping that one league will be good and I can just say, you know, I didn't care much about that league anyway. Uh, The classic multiple league guy. So, um, but Pro Football Focus, awesome website. They got great articles, great info, graphs, the whole nine. So you're going to really enjoy it. Make sure, leave a review on iTunes. And if you're there, jump over to Rams Podcast. Leave a review over there. James loves it. Give him something happy to look forward to. Leave a review for both of us. Uh, We love hearing your feedback, so anything you want to do, let us know. While you're listening now, guys, one more plug for Rams Podcast. We're going to be doing a fan episode. We're going to call it a fan-isode. We did one last year. It was more of, if you guys listen to the show, kind of turned into a complaint form session last year. A lot of complaints, a lot of, I hate Jeff Fishers, what are we doing, can't believe this, let's play the Rook, all that type of stuff. Completely different year. I can't wait to have you guys on. Uh, usually we bring on guests for about five minutes or so, ask a couple questions, and then we move on to the next person. Um, but I'd love to hear. Reach out. If you guys want to be involved, reach out to at LA underscore Rambling Bear, Lockdown Podcast, Rams Podcast. Reach out to any of those accounts. Let us know that you're interested, and we'll be contacting you over the next week. 
uh, to do kind of the Fanisode episode. So I'm really excited to hear kind of the change in tone this year. Uh, I think probably the biggest complaint is going to be our uniforms, and that's probably going to happen for another couple of years. Um, but can't wait to get you guys on and share some of that. Maybe we'll even share some of that and leak it over here to the Locked on Rams side. So uh, reach out, let us know. With that said, I want to kind of recap a couple things. Uh, we had a big win, obviously, in London. We had uh, wonderful performances from top to bottom, whether it's our defense you know, giving up under 30 yards rushing uh, or our offense rushing over 100 yards against a team that hadn't had a 100-yard rusher in 19 consecutive games. And that's four out of the last five for Todd Gurley, as well as Jared Goff just really controlling that game. Only had one interception late in the game on one that we're not really going to pin on him, or at least I'm not going to, um, as well as a rushing touchdown, a throwing touchdown, over 225 yards passing. So, uh, and then there's our special teams. I don't even know if I have to say it because I'm pretty sure everyone out there in Rams Nation knows as soon as we step into a, a ball game that check, they're going to have a good game. So, uh, they had another good game for us. Hecker dropping them inside the 20 on the punts. Zerloin uh, was 100% from his field goals. And you know the deal. We just rocked it out. And we didn't drop a punt. So there you go. But I wanted to share, I kind of came across just going through the internet, looking at you know, um, you know, know, content and news and stories. I ran across an interview with Deion Sanders and Todd Gurley. And I just really enjoyed it. And I want to share it with you guys because I don't know if this made it out to you know, kind of the mass outlets, or it was just kind of a post-game interview in the locker room. Uh, Todd Gurley was FaceTiming him, uh, so it was kind of, you know, right after the game, but I really enjoyed it. I want to share with you, they touch on a couple things. Uh, the stat I just mentioned, basically Todd Gurley breaking that 100-yard mark against a defense who hadn't given it up in 19 games. Uh, a little bit about uh, Jared Goff and his touchdown, which I thought was pretty funny, and then uh, just where this Rams team can go overall. So here's Deion Sanders and Todd Gurley. You had 106 rushing, one TD, and you went for 100 against the Cardinals who had not relinquished a 100-yard rush in the last 19 games, man. You've got to be proud of yourself and your line. Oh, yeah, man. Those guys have been doing a great job all year, just blocking for me. Um, the receivers, tight ends, everybody. So we just happy, man, going to the bye, five and two. Everybody did a great job. You see that boy Goff had a little rushing touchdown today? He got a little something, don't he? Uh-huh. They, they, they drug testing him right now. For that <laughs> touchdown. <laughs> hey, eight touchdowns to lead the NFL, man. You got to be pleased with your productivity right now. Oh, yeah, man. Um, all credit to, to everybody on the team, the receivers, the line. Coach put me in a great job. And, you know, everybody just doing their, their job, man. So I'm definitely happy for sure. Is this a playoff team, man? I'm talking about a real playoff team. I'm talking about not one of those teams that go to the first round and get knocked out, but a real playoff team. I know. Um, we've never been in that position. We're just trying to take it week by week, man. And not trying to, you know, get over ourselves and just go out there and you see my boy, my boy G Money, man. <laughs> we just, we just ready to just take it game by game, man. Dubs you know, on like, the like Mike? The ceiling, the ceiling is the roof, like MJ said. So we just gotta, just gotta take it game by game. <laughs> I just love that. What a great interview. Um, you know, just the joking around from golf being drug tested to, uh, you know, finishing with the ceiling is the roof, quoting Michael Jordan. I love all that. Todd Gurley uh, has just been more and more entertaining to me over the last year. Um, you know, being last year following him, 
he just seemed down, didn't see himself uh, really kind of coming over to LA in the market and just, you know, doing so bad, really. I think he didn't have a lot of opportunity to show who he is. So these interviews where you're starting to see a little bit more of him, where he's getting some of his recognition, he's getting some great interviews with people, you know, people like Deion Sanders and Michael Irvin after the Thursday night game and all these guys. Uh, it's just been fun to watch. So I really enjoyed that. Thought I'd share it with you guys. Um, with that said, they kind of talked about, is this team for real? Is this a playoff team? Can they go deep and not just a playoff team that makes it and is happy with, you know, getting an extra game at the end of the year? Or is this a playoff team that can make moves and really show themselves deep into the playoffs? And are they legit as contenders? And with that, I kind of went and did a little bit of research. Me and James talked about this yesterday going back and forth. You know, we got five wins right now. And that question's gone around. Is this, you know, are we kind of jumping ahead of the gun and getting too good too quick with this team and at some point it's going to fall apart and really we're going to crash down back to reality or is this a team that could make the playoffs uh so i took a deep dive into our schedule and i read a couple articles and got some facts for us here uh espn 538 um it's actually a column that's written by nate silver he's a writer that bases everything off of stats and analysis and he came up with this whole projected to make the playoff stat alongside with a couple other things as far as, uh, you know, rankings and, you know, will they make the Super Bowl and all that. So I want to run down that. And then we're going to take a look at this schedule, really get a good idea about where this team is at and where we can get to and what are those chances of making the playoffs. We'll talk about that. So really quick, I want to talk about this article that Nate Silver put up uh, again on uh, 5038. The first thing I want to talk about is projected win total. I'm just going to talk about us, and then I'll mention the Seahawks as well along this because it's kind of, as I mentioned uh, yesterday, it's a two-pony race for the NFC West right now. It's us and Seattle Seahawks. So projected win total right now, they have the Rams at 9.5 projected wins, and then Seattle at 10.5. So they're getting a little bit of the edge. Obviously, they beat us in the head-to-head matchup so far. Uh, we're one game ahead of them in the NFC West, but that's just due to their bye week being earlier. We're going to sit this week. They're going to play, so we'll see how that comes out. They've got Houston, who we see in two weeks' time after our uh, game against the Giants. So uh, we'll get a good idea to, as James mentioned, that game is going to kind of be a double scouting game. Get to see the team that we're going to play soon, and then obviously any tape on the Seahawks is always good for us. So from there, I want to jump from projected win total to chance of making the playoffs. Right now, we have the Rams at 52% chance of making the playoffs, and then Seattle ranks in at 79%. So again, the edge leaning over to Seattle, I think a lot of people, especially, uh, well, I guess with this, Nate Silver's really taking statistics into this cause, but uh, maybe that goes into past records and playoff appearances and things like that. But Seattle has got the nod there by uh, a little over 20%. And then to win the division, we're at 27%. Seattle's at 67%. So 40% edge to the Seahawks to win the division. Again, they already have the you know a little bit of edge winning that first matchup against us. And right now we're nose-to-nose. So we could use a couple teams knocking them down and us kind of taking over. Uh, that would be great. And then just to throw it out there because it's fun. And right now I really do believe this team is a playoff team. And when you get in the playoffs, anything can happen, right? Uh, Super Bowl odds. 2% for the Rams. And 8% for the Seahawks. Obviously, Super Bowl odds are way, way down. I think the highest ranking Super Bowl odd right now is 18%, and that's for the New England Patriots. So right now, it's just a shot in the dark. But 
Uh, I do like 2% because probably at the beginning of the season it was like 0.00005%. Uh, and speaking at the beginning of the year, uh, the Rams rank number one as far as week one projections versus now. They have had a 38% increase on playoff percentage chance to win. As I mentioned, coming in first there, right behind him was the Jaguars at 87%. By far, we are the biggest surprise team statistically as far as record goes and chances to make the playoffs. So that was pretty cool as you're looking down the left-hand column of this article and seeing uh, the Rams in bright green and plus 38 uh, and just jumping over their projections from week one. So pretty cool stuff. Um, ESPN, again, Nate Silver. If you don't follow him on Twitter, he always has really cool uh, stats that he released. And more and more, uh, they're involving the Rams. So that's what happens when you win ball games. Uh, speaking of that, as we're doing rankings, projections, things like that, uh, I definitely want to talk about the power rankings that came in. Again, last week, I was pretty shocked about how high we jumped up. At this point, NFL had us three last week. Now they moved us up to two right behind the Philadelphia Eagles. I cannot wait for that game on December 10th. Uh, obviously, no matter what, I'm expecting both those teams to be pretty good, uh, but it really could be one of the best two teams in the NFL at that time when we face down, so that's going to be a bunch of fun. Uh, and then ESPN, I think, moved us up to about seven, which was another jump for us. I think that's more realistic uh, to what we're seeing here. There's a lot of really good teams. I would probably put us in about a top five at this point, the way we're playing. Uh, but hey, NFL thinks we're number two. Obviously, they're going to push that LA market and keep you know blowing this balloon up over here. And uh, you know, I'm all about it. So uh, pretty cool stuff as far as power rankings go. We'll dive into that a little bit more over the next couple episodes as I bring some people on, asking people how they think about you know those power rankings and where they really think we belong. But I don't think it's terribly far off. Uh, I think two is still getting a little ahead of ourselves. Um, but with that said, as we're kind of going back and forth on these projections, what we got, you know, where we're going to be, I want to take a look at our schedule because uh, a lot of people earlier, me and James had talked about this early in the year, you didn't play anybody, blah, 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 um, you know, but we've been whooping up on the teams we should whip up on. Uh, we lost a really close one to the Seahawks, and if we don't turn the ball over five times, we probably end up winning that game, um, and then the other loss was to the Washington Redskins, and that was late in the fourth quarter, and that was just a really good game, second of the season. So the team was still coming together at that point. You know, tough to kind of take away from those two losses. But looking ahead, here's what remains. And again, let me remind you, we got five wins. Projections have us at 9.5. Typically, here around the league, if you get to 10, you got a pretty good shot of making the playoffs, right? You get to 11, you're almost guaranteed in the playoffs. So let's go down this list, and really, can we find five more wins and or six more wins? I mean, we got nine games left. We got to get five, right, to give us a really good shot. Six probably gets us in. So let's break it down. Again, we're looking for five. Our next game, obviously we all know we got the bye this week. We got the one in six New York football giants. They are in dead last in the NFC East and have played pretty, pretty bad. They are missing their number one wide receiver, their number two wide receiver. Their number three wide receiver just came back last week, looked pretty, pretty bad. And they got Eli Manning, who looks like he's about to cry at any point. I'm going to feel pretty comfortable to say that's a win. 
So there's one W. Uh, I'm going to jump a little head over this schedule, and I'm going to just go to guaranteed wins, and then we'll sweep back down, right? We got the 0-7 San Francisco Giants on our schedule. 0-7. That's the way they end the game, right? It's a, it's a divisional opponent. I get it. We played really close the first game. I get it. But that's a win. We got to win that ball game. There's two wins. We also have the Arizona Cardinals, who we just shut out. Shut out and knocked out their starting quarterback. Um, we handled them in all phases of the game. We are going to play this game in Arizona. But you know what? We beat them on neutral field in a different country, so I am not scared to go down there and go get a W. So, boom. Circle it on the books. Bears calling that a W. We got three wins right there, okay? So now from there, we're going to go through the rest of our schedule and try to find two more, possibly three. We've got the Houston Texans after the Giants. We've got the Houston Texans at home. We finally return home after all this travel, which I'm not even sure if I'm 100% I want to come home because they've been playing so well on the road. But we come home to face the Houston Texans, who at this point are 3-3 three and three and one game back in the AFC South. They're behind the Texans and Tennessee right now. And we already played the Jags. Uh, close game, but we won by 10, right? Uh, Houston Texans, they've got this dynamic young quarterback in Watson who they've switched things over and since making that switch have played pretty well, including they now have a 30-point differential overall. So they're, th they're scoring 30 more points than their opponents right now. And it's shown in the last game, I think he's thrown five touchdowns twice this season, something crazy like that. Uh, so it's going to be a good test for our defense. They are missing J.J. Watt for the year. Their defense hasn't been everything that it's lived up to in the past, uh, but they're still a dangerous team. But we're back at home, hopefully building off another win and feeling pretty good. So I would chalk that up in the maybe category. I'm going to toss that up in the maybe category. We'll come back. Minnesota. We go on the road to Minnesota, 5-2. They're first in the NFC North. Talking about point differential, they rank in at plus 27. A lot of these teams that we're facing, I will say that stat because they are good teams coming up. Minnesota on the road, 5-2, return a Case Keenum or LA Rams return and face him in Minnesota. But um, another one that right now I'm going to throw in the maybe column. We'll loop back to these. I think it's still a good matchup for us because their defense is really what is their strong suit. Our offense has so many weapons uh, it's been almost unbelievable at this point. If you're going to stop this guy, we're going to have this guy go off. If you're going to try to shut down the pass, we'll get Todd Gurley going. If you're going to do this, we're going to get to the special teams. We've got so many different ways that we can score. I think, again, if you're taking a look at those two maybe games, Houston and Minnesota, I think we're getting one of those games for sure. Uh, hopefully the one that's at home. Following that game, we come back home. We got New Orleans, again, plus 38. They are 4-2 and two and tied in first. Uh, in their division uh, with the Panthers. So, plus 38, Drew Brees seems like the Drew Brees of old. That can be an all-out shootout, depending on how things go uh, here in California. Another one that I don't know how I feel, but what I do like is our defense versus their offense. So, right now, the last three games, I have them in the maybe column right now. I think we win one of those, right? At least the Texans, I think, should be a win at home. And... New Orleans at home. Okay, we, then we played Zona. We talked about that. 
Philly toss-up game. This is going to be amazing game. Six and one is their record. They have a three-game lead in the NFC East. But the thing you have to watch out about Philly is they just lost two of their starters. Their all-pro left tackle just went out with a season-ending injury, and as well as a big player on the defense side of the ball, most likely out for the year. So that is definitely going to be one of those teams that we've got to watch and see how they bounce back over the next couple of weeks. Because right now, 6-1, and one, looking like a juggernaut in the NFC East. Uh, things may change depending on how that protection uh, holds up and went, but it's going to be a fun game to watch the number one pick versus the number two pick. Um, I'll actually... Oof, I hate how I have to pick these. I should probably go back and pick some of these because I'm just putting all these in the maybe pile right now. Um, so I'm going to go back and make some bold decisions. We're going to win the Texans game. That's going to put us at four, right? Need to get five to make the playoffs. Minnesota, you know what? I'll give the L there. Uh, let's just let's just be realistic here and just throw it out. Uh, New Orleans, I'm going to leave that maybe calm, okay? Still not sure where I'm going to go there. Uh, Philly, you know what? I think we play up the big games. I think Philly is going to be our fifth win that we need, and that's going to be our 10th win of the season, and that is December 10th. So maybe all those numbers come back full circle, and we're going to love it on that day. Uh, but I think we get our 10th win of the season against Philadelphia at home versus the Eagles in front of the crowd. We have three games remaining after that, and it's the Seahawks, which we really need to win, not only just to hold down our division, to get revenge against the game that we let slip in the Coliseum. But at this point, depending on where Seattle's at, because they're 4-2, and two, they have a plus 40 point differential, um, it's going to be a game that we're probably going to have to win if we want to either staple a playoff win right there and or keep a playoff hope alive. Because I think if the way it goes that um, you know it's shaping up to be right now, I really expect the NFC to have two teams in the playoffs uh, when the time comes. So... I think that's going to be the fight for the division. And you know what? I like our guys. We play well on the road. We're going to be up in Seattle. We're going to have a point to prove. And this could be for all the marbles in the division. So I like that game. I think that's going to be our 11th win of the season. And then we bounce right back, go back to the road, and we're going to go to Tennessee. Four and three, tied in the AFC South with the Jaguars. We already went on the road earlier this year. Uh, beat the Jags by 10 on the East Coast. Like we just said, we know how to travel. Marcus Mariota has been up and down this season, uh, not only with his play, but with his health. So it's going to be curious to see where that team is at, at this point, if they're still tied for the AFC South or if they've crumbled off. Because if that team starts to fall, they don't have a lot of fight in them. And I'll tell you this because my cousin is a huge fan, and he'd be the first one to admit when they get their backs up against the wall, they have not seemed to find a way to fight out in a long, long time. So if Marcus Mariota is not in uh, top form at that point and the running game's going, this team's trouble because that is all they have offensively. So um, I think we get another win there, and that would be our 12th win on the year. So, yeah, I do a Rams podcast. Yeah, I do a Lockdown Rams. And here I am guessing that they're going to get 12 wins after their 5-2 and two at the break. But... I can't help it, man. I'm looking at these numbers. I'm looking at the matchups. I'm thinking about where our team's at. I'm thinking about where that team's at. Uh, tweet me. Let me know a game you think I'm absolutely wrong on, uh, whether that was one I said they were going to win or lose. Right now, I think the ones that we have a, to circle and say maybe that we would lose would be Minnesota on the road. I think that Philly could be our 10th win, but that could also be a, a very troublesome game for us. 
uh, depending on how their offense continues to play. And then lastly, even though I think we'll beat them, I think New Orleans, depending on what Drew Brees shows up, and really vice versa, what defense shows up for the New Orleans Saints, I think those are the three games that I look at that scare me the most on this schedule. Minnesota, New Orleans, and Philly. I think our revenge game against Seattle, we're going to be amped up and ready for that. I think we're going to beat up uh, a worn-down Tennessee team at the very end. And then, obviously, we're going to handle our division in Arizona and San Fran throughout the year. Uh, And then, I think, coming back home against Houston for the first home game in a long time, I think that's going to be a pump-up crowd. I think we're going to win that game. So, looking at this right now, yeah, I think we're going to cruise past 10 wins. I think we're really going to be an 11 or 12 win team, but that all hangs on a couple things, and that is keeping the run game going with Todd Gurley, continuing balance with Jared Goff in the passing game, using multiple weapons, keeping the defense off track on what we're doing, and health, 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 health. We got to keep these guys healthy right now. John Sullivan's the only guy on our team that's really banged up, you know, that's... ending up on an injury report. Obviously, I think everyone's probably bruised and banged at this point, but uh, John Sullivan's the only one that really is kind of needing extra attention. But all accounts are that he's going to be ready to go next week when we go to New York. So we're taking a full roster over to New York and really into the second half of the season as far as our schedule breaks down with the bye. So um, all is well. If we can stay healthy, this team is dangerous. It's its offense is moving the ball in, in magnitudes we haven't seen in a long, long time. And our defense finally looks like they're coming into their own and finding a comfort into this Wade Phillips system. So, yeah, you heard it here, man. Bears stoked. And Bear thinks they're going to win 11 to 12 games. So, tweet me at LA underscore Rambling Bear. Let me know what pick I got right. Let me know what pick I got wrong. I really enjoy uh, doing this podcast, guys. And, and when you guys reach out and listen and, and you know, uh, tell me things you want to hear or tell me what you thought about stuff uh, is always fun. So again, make sure to go to iTunes. It's Locked On Rams. Leave a review. Give a good old little five stars for your boy and put your Twitter info down there. We're going to do a pro football focus giveaway again this week. Uh, winner will get an Edge subscription. Uh, it's a $40 value. It's pretty cool stuff. I'm going to continue to try to do giveaways, guys. Um, I think it's a fun way to interact with you. So I've been reaching out with a couple sponsors, trying to see if they want to do some free, you know, hats, shirts, jerseys, whatever we can do. Um, you know, I love to get you guys involved. So uh, continue to interact with me, and hopefully, I got some more good stuff coming your way. Uh, looking to get a New York Giants locked on member uh, next week for us. Got a couple guests on lining up now. James, as always, will be back and joining us. Uh, I appreciate all the love and support. Rams Nation, you're the best. Five and two Rams. We're sitting on top of the division. Let's root for those Houston Texans this week to knock off those Seattle Seahawks so we can stay up there. And you know the deal, guys. Until next time, Rams Nation. Peace. Hey, Locked On listeners. You already love our network of NFL shows, so why go anywhere else for the fantasy football information you need to know for the 2020 season? You just need to check out Locked On Fantasy Football, hosted by me, Vinny Iyer. We're counting down to the season by breaking down players and teams every day. It's no-nonsense, straight-to-the-point, smart fantasy football analysis that has only two goals in mind, helping you dominate your drafts and win your league championship. That's Locked On Fantasy Football, only on the Locked On Network.